Hello, I'm Christina Glickman and welcome to Extra Life and Style Unscripted, the podcast. This show and my energy are like Oprah's Super Soul Sunday meets Gucci Love Parade. If you love that, I think you'll love this show. We'll talk about entrepreneurship, fashion, edgy motherhood, aging, everything in between to shift your energy into greater possibility for a life unscripted. Because after all, I built this show for you, for us. Let's go. This is a Soulfire production. In this episode, number 50, we talk about how I feel turning 50. It just happened a couple days ago. So I'm coming in hot on the mic, nothing prepared or planned, just to speak to you from my heart about how I feel turning a half a century, as my family likes to remind me. So I can't wait to share with you how I'm feeling today. You can always go to my Instagram at Christina Glickman to find out more ways we can spend some time together or send me a DM if you know me. I'll always respond. Also, it would mean so much to me and the show if you'd subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. It's how we reach more amazing people like you. So let's get into it. Hello, Extra Love Army. I'm coming in a couple of days off of celebrating my 50th birthday. And if you are part of the Extra Love Army community, you know that I celebrated really big. And I'm so happy that I did. Everything from my bucket list of going to Paris Fashion Week to my Gucci disco party, I left nothing on the table when it came to celebrating this big milestone. And so I thought it was only fitting that episode 50 would be about me turning 50. And as always, I'm coming in unscripted, not a lot prepared to talk to you about because I really wanted to share how I feel in this moment in time, knowing in six months, I'll probably listen to this and feel much different. But here goes. 50. That number to me actually did not send me shaking or rocking or having me doubt my life or I was really looking forward to it. And as always, I think how we have experienced life up until this point dictates what that means to us. My first reaction to turning 50 isn't about my wrinkles or stage in life of success or my family. It really becomes 100% to me about, I'm so grateful to be alive. And I mean that. I mean that with every bone in my body. Aging is a gift. What a privilege to complain about the smaller things in life. I am here, I am alive. It is not lost, I don't think on anyone in this community, how precious that really is. And so despite coming into this milestone and moment in time with that gratitude, you know, there's still real things and and a time to reflect and what we've learned and what we wanna change and what do we wanna do moving forward. So that's what I wanted to talk a little bit about today. And I wanted to start off with this idea about celebrating. I had gotten so many comments about, oh my gosh, you know, you really celebrated big and it gives me inspiration and encouragement to do the same for myself. And I just want to share that almost like everything, it was a huge struggle for me. Had I not planned to celebrate with a big party a year in advance, there's no way I would have done it. Number one, too much money. Number two, too much time. Number three, stress about wanting to make sure that everybody felt comfortable and responsibility for other people. And did you have a good time? And all the reasons why I've never had a party like that. But a year ago, I said to Adam, 
I'm so happy to be alive. I want to celebrate. I want to do something that I love and make other people feel that kind of energy. And that's when the Gucci disco party was born. Because for me, dressing up, dancing, sort of being silly, disarming ourselves, I felt like would make a difference for people to show up in the room versus maybe an intimate dinner party. And I think it worked. We had an incredible time where I wanted everyone to just let go. Life is hard enough that it felt like a moment in time for people to let go. And that happened. And that made me feel so happy and grateful. You know, I said yes to doing Paris, which again was a difficult decision for me if if you've listened to other podcasts. But again, I kept saying to myself, I want to live life extra. I want to be able to give myself permission to experience everything I can out of this human life while I'm here. And I think I've done it. So 50, it's funny. I don't have some big, you know, grand plan or pearls of wisdom to share, but I thought what would be nice is just to kind of where I am today. And this is as much about archiving for myself, how I feel in this moment in time and certain phrases that pop up. You'll have heard me say them before, and these are in no order, but What I've learned and what I hope to pass on to people that are younger or my older daughter that's getting married or my kids, because I think it's relevant no matter what age you are. And I think that we are always striving for more of these elements. I don't think we arrive. There's no end game or I did it or wow, that's awesome. It's a a daily practice and intention. So I'm going to say number one, a feeling that I have at the age of 50 that is a beautiful gift is that there is no place I don't belong. And I feel that. I feel that energy, whether or not it's walking into a room that is about entrepreneurship and business, or walking into a room that is about school and college applications, or it's about walking into a room with family members that I might have conflict with, or a friendship. It doesn't matter. There is no place I don't belong. I have proven to myself that because I am alive, I am breathing, I'm doing the best I can, I belong here. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if, you know, Oprah wants to invite me for, for lunch. I'm worthy enough to be there just because I'm here. And that has nothing to do, I hope you hear me, with success or earning it or validating or that I'm amazing. Zero. It means that I am worthy of being here just because I'm alive. So there's no place I don't belong. And with that comes an incredible amount of peace. And that brings me to sort of my second place, which is that the only energy I will chase today is peace. I'm not chasing people. I'm not chasing places. I'm not chasing productivity. I'm chasing peace. So that means every day I say to myself at the end of the day, you know, How did I want to feel today? How did I feel today? It has nothing to do with the checklist of life that I used to operate for 40 plus years to validate my worth. Did I get all of this done? Was I successful at work? Are my kids thriving and doing great on their testing? None of that matters. I mean, it matters. I shouldn't say that. But it's not the energy I'm chasing. I'm not chasing people so that you do something for me. I don't want to be held accountable to anyone or responsible for anyone to do anything for me. I don't mean, guys, I hope you know, I don't mean like help or, you know, asking someone to, you know, do something with me in my life. What I mean by that is how I want to live my life is not based on what you will do for me or help me or network or I'm not chasing you. I'm just not chasing you. 
And it brings me to my third point, which is the universe won't miss what's meant for me. That is something that I have embraced fully in these past few years. That has given me permission to let go, to release white knuckling life, to try things on that scare me. There are so many things that happen in our daily life that we feel like, oh my gosh, well, if I don't do this, then I'm going to miss the opportunity to meet this person. If I don't do this, my kid won't do X. If I don't do this, my spouse, we won't be able to do whatever. There's so much pressure. But when I say to myself, do what's right in front of me, understand what I have to do today, and that the universe won't miss what's meant for me. It won't. And I believe that. And for me, it has given me an incredible amount of peace, the peace that I chase. Number four, my happiness is not held by you. This is huge. In my 50 years of life, I have felt responsible for so many other people's happiness And again, not because they've asked me to do this, but I've talked about this before. I felt an incredible amount of responsibility and pressure to make sure my parents were happy. Again, they didn't ask me to do this. It's how I operated. You're chasing something that you'll never be satisfied with. The same thing happens with our spouse, our children, our friendships, our coworkers, that if my happiness is dependent upon what you do for me, how you treat me, how you love me, I'm never going to be fully okay. My happiness cannot be held by someone else or something else because it's a never-ending pursuit. I will always end less than full. Okay, I don't even know what number this is, but here's another one. The relationship I honor most is the commitment to myself. That's a daily reminder to me. And you guys know me, I'm a mama bear. I mean, I love my children and Adam and all the things higher than anything else. But the reality is, is that if I don't honor myself first, my boundaries, what I say no to, what I say yes to, I can't pursue the life that I really want, which means I'm not going to give the people I love the most my best self. So I'm going to put myself in check all the time. Okay, here's another one. I don't know the number, you guys. My life's work truly feels complete and the rest is cherries on top. And this sentiment, what I mean by that, to be clear, is not attached to success. All it means is that I feel that every day at this point in my life, that I'm very clear on why I operate the way that I do, what the consequences are if I do them or don't do them, who I want to be. And again, I don't mean a speaker, podcast, whatever. I mean as a human, that the rest really becomes cherries on top. And I say this, and I know that this sounds so drastic, but if I die tomorrow, I did life right. I left nothing on the table. I have many, many mistakes, trauma, tragedies, things I deal with every day, like any other person with a heartbeat. But if I die tomorrow, I did life right. The people that need to know that I love them and I see them and I hear them do, period, end of story. Doesn't mean I do it right and I don't make mistakes, but it means that the most important thing for me is the people that I love most know it. That's all I got. And I was able to say this to myself that at the age of 50, if I die tomorrow, I did life right because I did it on my own terms. The mistakes I made are mine. The successes I made are mine. 
and I can walk in that peace beyond measure. And I'm so grateful because I know that whatever these next few decades hold, if I'm lucky enough to be here, I'm only set up for more success because of these sort of tenets of my life that feel so different now. I think everyone feels different as they approach this age because it, it makes us feel like, well, what have I done with 50 years of my life? And I think that if we don't start to understand the what have I done, and that's defined by productivity and success metrics and benchmarks, that's when we feel like failure, right? Or what we look like. Listen, you guys know me. I love fashion. I want to look good, all the things. But I'll tell you what, I'm not looking weird. I want to look old. And my beautiful, beautiful friend, Dennis Ryan, the other evening was talking, we were talking about aging. And he said, God, I love when I see women that have wrinkles by their eyes and marks by their sort of mouth. It means that they're, they've been happy. They've been smiling. They've been embracing life and taking it for all it has. And I started to tear up even when he said that, because I thought, why don't we all say that to each other? Right. And again, no shame here. Do what you need to do to feel good about yourself. But my point is, if we are just not loving ourselves for all the scars, the bruises, all the things, it's a really tough road and I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So here's what I will say. I want to stay open and curious. I want to wander. I want to accept and understand and always know that you have something to teach me every day if I look for it that you have something to teach me every day if I look for it. And the moment I become settled to me is like death to me because seeking makes me feel alive. And listen, I know, and if you love me, you're going to be with me till the end, that my hair will only get whiter. It'll get higher. My eyeshadow will probably get bluer and more crazy town. My clothing will become even more mismatched than you can imagine. And all perspective will be lost. I think that's a beautiful thing. And I'm looking forward to more of those days if I'm lucky. So as always, thank you for being here and spending time with me. It is never lost on me that your most precious commodity you give to me. And I appreciate you. So cheers to making more memories in these next decades ahead. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next week. 